Oh, and we're live. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast on earth that is a complete complete shit show. My name is Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the groomsman that always got me a beer on the night. It's Kieran. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Uh, slightly hungover today. But yes, I, I had a very important task last night at your engagement party <laughs> of always making sure that you had a beer. And I think I 90, 90% succeeded. I think so. I think so. And with us today, we've had him on the show before, but we had to have him back. It's been over a year, believe it or not, since we've had him on the show. Just on a year, I believe. It is Amog, and he runs his own podcast. Amog, welcome to the show. Uh, hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Church and Kieran, for inviting me. Um, again, it's an honor to be on your show. Oh, mate, it's a pleasure oh, to thanks, have you. So we, we, we had so much fun with you last time. Yeah, we learned like, It was all just awesome. Yeah. And we um we thought to ourselves, you know what? We've been discussing in the background for a while about, you know, you all your other stuff and this and that. We've been doing some live streams like this for a little bit. And we figured, you know what? Let's get you back on the show. Let's talk to you. Let's let everyone else see the presentation that you showed us. And we can go from there and learn all about the flat earth from your perspective there. Uh, but first of all, Mo, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your own uh, your own podcast? I know that's how I found you and where you're from, a little bit of background of yourself, and then we'll go into the flat earth discussion. It looks like we've got a bit of a crowd building up. So that's really good. And hopefully they've got some questions as well. Okay, sure. So uh, my podcast is called Flat Earth Research. Um, it's a very generic name because I didn't want to um, have anything else apart from that. And my only intention is to present um, evidence and research that I have um, come across in the past few years. So it's been like around three years now since I launched the podcast, but I haven't really been actively working on it. So let's hope that this changes things. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, a bit about uh, my background. Um, I'm just like you guys. Um, I mean, just like everyone else, I thought the world was globe i thought it was spherical and and then um and then you know i came across these words on the internet that said flat earth and it uh, it really changed my perspective so um ever since then um i started doing a little bit more research uh, i've uh, tried to keep an open mind with this you know maybe um and also um i want to give a disclaimer i'm still open to the idea that the earth may be a globe so I'm, it's like, it's not that I'm saying this is the truth. I'm open to any sort of interpretation, but um, what I, what, what I want to bring to the table is um, that um, there is more evidence and it is repeatable. It is demonstrable that the earth beneath us is indeed flat and it does not move. So that, that's, that's where um, I landed at. And, and I know that sounds ridiculous to you guys. I know that um, on the surface that all of that may seem, um, you know, really um, out there and uh, far-fetched, but hopefully by the end of this presentation, you would might maybe think otherwise. I'm not trying to change anyone's minds. Again, don't believe anything that I say. Always do your own research. Mm. That's Fantastic. all. Fantastic. Well, I know last time you had a really big presentation. We were talking via Skype last time, but like I said, we thought we'd get you on the show and have you uh, present yourself all on YouTube and all that sort of stuff. 
So let me just get your presentation on screen and we can talk. And I'm sure questions will be filtered in. I've had a few friends already message me in private some of the uh, some of the uh, what do you call it the the questions that they would like to ask. But let's start okay. right from the beginning on your end there, and we'll go from there. Let me just add this to add this to the stream here. Your uh, oh. and uh, of course. Oh, there we go. Nice Something's coming up. Oh, I hope you uh, uh, can see my again. Oh. So can you guys see? You just have... There we go. It's coming up now, which is really good. Oh, no. Lost it again. Okay. But it's coming up right now, I swear. Anyway, um, I'll have the links to all of these um, videos in the description, maybe, or in the comments. So people can have a fair look at it and have um, an unbiased perspective. If that's okay. Beautiful. Okay, so can you guys see this? It's coming up once. I think my StreamYard's just, I'm going to try and refresh it on my end and we'll go from there. But can you see it yet, Kieran? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Now I can't see it. Now it's gone. One sec, yeah. It's like magic, you know? It's there and then it's gone. Oh, that sucks. Hi, everyone in YouTube land. Oh, no. Now Turch is gone. Ah, <laughs> oh, technology. Um, I'd love to be able to control all the buttons, but uh, uh, Turch hasn't given me permission. Um. Oh, here we go. You're back, Turch. You can just let me know. Everything decided to crash on me at once. I thought, ah, let's just quickly try and reset something. But it looks like we've got something coming up on the screen, which is very exciting. Oh, I can see something on the screen. Excellent, excellent. All right. So can you guys see this? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Rodrigo, I know Church is killed. Hey, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, I should... Staff as well. <laughs> Thank you so much, Staff here. All right, so what are we what are we looking at here, Amo? Yeah. So I showed you this video last time on the stream where um where you could see clearly. Um so this is so just to give a background, what this is is this is a, a camera on a high altitude balloon. So what is the high altitude balloon? It's, it's a sophisticated balloon that goes really high up into space. And I think this one goes up to around 135,000 feet in the sky, right? Mm. So what these guys did was they put a, a camera on these balloons. And what does NASA say? You should be able to see the curvature at around 60,000 feet. So if you're at, you can see the elevation on, uh, on the right here. So if you're at, um, an altitude of over 100,000 feet, you must absolutely be able to see at least some sort of curvature, right? But what, what we see here is um, otherwise, we, we see that the horizon always lines up to eye level. It always rises to our eyes. And what does that mean? That means the ground underneath is indeed flat. So, so did you guys get high up? So this is how high up again, you said? Is that, that uh, right there, 72,000 feet in the air? 
Touching Kieran? Yeah, yeah, I can hear. Yeah, so so I I I, I didn't quite get it. What, what do you mean by? So I yeah, uh, last time I noticed that Kieran or someone. When I say eye level, let me just pause at this one frame here. So when I say eye level, it means it always comes up to your eye like this. Like, like you see that it's rising up to your eye, like it's the horizon. And you can see that it, it's straight here, parallel to the YouTube thing. That's what I mean by it always rises up to eye level. When, if the earth was indeed a globe, you would not see this kind of um, image. You would see that you would have to look downwards to see more of the curvature. But you don't see, you don't have to look downwards because the, the, the land below is always rising up to the eye level at the horizon. So this is a good, um, I'm not saying this is conclusive proof or anything, but you can always take this at face value. This is a legitimate camera. This isn't by any uh, a space agency or anything like that. These are independent researchers. They put cameras on top of high altitude balloons and it goes really high. And I noticed, um, I think one of you guys had an objection last time. How do we know it's actually that high? I think one of you said that. And there is an altimeter on this balloon. So an altimeter records exactly how high you are. So that is proof that it's actually at this current um, elevation. So NASA says that you must be able to see curvature at least from 60,000 feet. And we're here we are, we have almost doubled that distance and we see absolutely no curvature. So to me, in my eyes, this is video evidence of our glorious flat earth. So I'm just reading up here, just making sure that what you're saying is correct. And yes, absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, that's what NASA says about 35,000 feet. It looks like that you need to see, you need to be above the earth to start seeing some of the curvature. But there are two factors here that I can't say that we're seeing here and one of them is that you also need a field of vision of 60 degrees and i'm not sure we're seeing that and i don't know how if you can prove that or not or whatever it is and the second thing we need to see is a virtually crowd uh, cloud free horizon and in my opinion this video is not showing a cloud free horizon but i may be wrong what do you have to say about those two items there Right. Um, the field of view of around 60 degrees, that really depends on the kind of camera and the lens that you have on the device. So um, I think here we've fairly captured enough field of view for, for us to actually be seeing some sort of curvature. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, secondly, um, yeah, I think there is some sort of cloud cover here. There are multiple videos of um, other videos um, where there's like, kind of lesser cloud coverage where you can see more of the land. So saying that you can't really see cloud cover um, is maybe just for this one video, but there's like hundreds of other videos where you can see clearly that the horizon. You bring up one of the, you bring up one of the other videos? Because I want to know why this video is shaky as well. That's not, sure. I was actually going to say, if you were going, if I was to look at this video and, uh, and no one said to me that, you know, anything about flat earth or anything like that, I would say just looking at the video itself, even at some of the better frames where you're trying to show the eye level 
I think that's what you uh-huh. mean by that, where it's very still. Uh, the center part of yeah. that video is actually higher than some of the edges of this video. If right, that's makes- because of the lens. That's that's because of the lens refracting the the light. So even at so the so this is the uh, okay maybe conspiracy. maybe I can pull up another video. Yes, certainly. I'm just going to say. So now you're talking about an additional conspiracy. So every single, no matter what camera we use, across the board, every single camera company from Canon to Nikon, all that sort of stuff have somehow been in cahoots in some sort of magical way that what it if any camera was up there it not would really. always show some sort of no it's just that curvature no if you use a fisheye lens you will see some sort of curvature if yeah, you use a case, lens corrector after the video's process you will see that it comes up to like completely flat so I'm not saying that all these camera companies are in cahoots with them. I'm saying it's just a simple trick that they show you in order to present the, a, a different distorted view of the world when there's actually no curvature that is there. So right. So uh, lens correction is is a post type of trick for certain things, and yeah. they'll never get it to the point of completely flat across the board. Number one, and number two, this camera here. What camera are you showing us? And has any correction been put over the top of it? Because in this case here, I think the earth is curved. For me, for, and does that mean you're saying that this camera or footage, however it is, has a fisheye lens? Been, yeah. Has, has had, so this is a fisheye lens. Yeah, because so why they use fisheye lens is to get as much of the field of view as you can, right? So you want as much light coming through the lens. So how you do that is you distort the edges so it kind of looks like it's curved so you can get more land in the frame. So it's in order to capture more of the view, we use a fisheye lens, but you can always see that um, sometimes when you use the corrector, which is a post-processing video technique, as you said, there has to be at least some sort of curvature that is evident. And we're talking about the elevation here is around 100,000 feet, keep in mind. So we should be looking at a lot of curvature, no, even sorry, after sorry. the let's, lens. Let's pressure. go back here. Let's go back here. Where, uh, it looks like it's 73,000 73, feet. 73,000 feet. We're talking, it goes up higher. I, I haven't shown the whole video to you. Okay. Let's go from there. Loading up there, obviously. Things um, here, you can see um, it goes up even higher, and and uh, 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 Rodrigo says, semi off topic. Are we able to see um, a three sixty degree view of this? I would also, I, I would also like to know. Um, so it starts at seventy thousand, and so now we're up yeah. to about a hundred thousand. See, I what's can the, see what's the highest? I- yeah, I, I can see Kevin at about a hundred thousand. So why can I see curvature in this video here? Well, that's just like back, despite the you know. Sorry. 
I just I just told you that's that's the distortion of the lens. Right. Okay then. Can you guys still is hear me? Lens... Yes, 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 we can hear you. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Is it any lens out there that uh someone can purchase? So there's independent researchers, as you've said. Is there any lens that they can purchase or anything in your opinion, from your knowledge? If not, that's absolutely fine. But is it any type of lens that they can purchase to attach to their camera that they will get a true view of the earth when they do send a balloon up at this height? Well, I I would say anything that isn't, um, you know, intentionally curving the the field of view we would do. So you can have any lens that isn't a fisheye lens, which is a convex lens. So you can use anything other than that and you can get a clear picture of what it actually looks like. Okay. Then. What but most people go with the fisheye because it captures as much. Um, yeah. These, so you're 100% sure. So in the video. I'm not really sure. But like like the specifics of the lens. Okay. Okay, see, I, I I'm sorry, I didn't get that. I, I start to see some curvature right there. Hmm. But Amogi is saying that's because they're using a certain kind of lens. Oh, right, right. But he's not quite sure. From what I right. understand, Amogi. It's extremely Amogi's easy to be... Yeah, yeah, go you're on. Not, you're not quite sure what lens they're using, but you're saying the curvature is being currently caused by the lens itself. No, I'm pretty positive that they are using a fisheye lens here. Okay, then. Okay. That's why you can see uh, bits of curvature on the side there. Right. Right. So if we take the video back so, to so, so under 35,000 feet, we should still see curvature because it's a fisheye lens. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So I can show you that maybe. Please do, yeah. When please we take off. Back under, like 20, let's go 20,000 feet and let's see if there's curvature. I was going to say, the higher you get, the more curvature you're going to see. Correct. And the lower, the lower you are, the less curvature you're going to see. That's what I'm thinking sure. as well. Seems really crappy. That's okay, mate. That's okay. I think and it's really so curvature as well. Sure. Yeah, that's not true because that's that. Yeah. Can you see this now? It's just loading a little bit. It seems like the. It almost seems like that it's too low. Here to you can see that. Yep. Sorry. Okay. I I can always send you guys the links of these videos, and you can stream it yourself if that's better. No, it's okay. It's okay. All, all your. It'd be about the same across the board. That way, you can choose the specific time codes and stuff like that. So here, I would say. It is completely flat. Um, you can see some sort of curvature. This lens curving that happens. It's not that we're seeing the curvature of the Earth. We're seeing the distortion from the lens. So as the lens is, um, you know, moving in its orientation, you get different distortions. So you have to keep in mind that the balloon is also moving like rapidly and the image stabilization goes only so far. So mm. 
there are moments where you can see the curvature even at 3,000 feet. So there you can see it's a little bit of curve right there. Okay, yeah, I can see a little bit of curvature there. Kieran, can you see the curvature as well there? This is just one aspect of it. Um, usually people tell me that, um, you know, you should start with the flat earth stuff. That's okay. Awesome. All right, then. Well, that's a, this is a very interesting... Yeah, you don't have to believe me that this is a fisheye oh, lens. No, no, I think no. it's pretty evident. Okay, then. If it's a fisheye lens, then it's really hard for me to use this as a, as a basis of evidence to say that the Earth is, is flat because now the evidence from beginning to end is technically tainted. It, it, that's mm. how I'm reading it anyway. Yeah. Did I? Is there any other video footage? Oh, but it's not a problem when NASA or ISS uses it. Is it? Yeah, but I don't think NASA used the video footage to say that the Earth is flat. I think they use mathematical equations to do that. Like, so you're saying the evidence that you're providing is video. No, no, I have, I've had that, right? so many people that's come up to me and they say you should stop all of this flat Earth bullshit that you're doing because we have live video evidence from space of the Earth. And I go, please show me. I would love to see an actual photo of Earth from space. And they send me this NASA live stream video footage of from the ISS, supposedly. And, and it's clearly just a fisheye lens. And they're above the Earth's atmosphere. And then it, it's making it seem like the Earth is curved. And people see this and they go, that's conclusive evidence that the Earth is flat. I mean, the Earth is a sphere. But I respect your um, skepticism. And you're saying you can't use this evidence. So, because it taints the, like the actual thing. So with, I'll continue on with the International Space Station. I think the reason maybe why they're going the International Space Station may be a good source of information when it comes to space and obviously the 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 uh, what the Earth actually is in in sort of like you know being flat or round or whatever shape it may be is because that's an international effort from multiple space organizations, both private and public, to do, right. learn more and more about space. And I think because because of that reason, you know, you've got Russia, China, Australia, America, and everything in between, obviously like SpaceX and a whole bunch of other companies, you know, Virgin flying to space like that, like that as well. All of those items and all of those individual places contribute to the international space station and because of that it's sort of seen as like a neutral sort of sort of source of information because there are so many uh interested parties number one but two all of them are technically competing against each other but they're able to right. agree on this so no uh, see we talked about this last time as well and you said um why would russia and um the united states uh you know they're competing why if the earth is actually flat russia might as well just say that it's flat and then you know they would win over the united states or whatever you're still looking at this from a disconnected point of view what flat earth is really telling you yeah what flat earth is really showing you is that all the space organizations in the world all the you know so-called expert authorities on space they are in on it they are in on the deception and they are you know 
having a continued maintained effort in to you know um, make the public seem that the earth is actually a globe and they push all of this propaganda they get billions and billions of dollars every year just to you know um, prove or like brainwash the public into believing that uh, they're actually all their efforts is actually right and they're actually going to space and all of that but what i'm here or what i feel is that or what flat earth shows you is that all of these organizations they're just in on the deception right why, it's not why, like why why would they be on this deception because they're hiding the true shape of our earth that's that's what i've been trying to tell you okay okay let's go back again because i just want to make sure there's a, sort of a timeline in my head so at one stage in human history we said yep the earth is flat okay and right what stage is that I would say up to, I think maybe, let's just say, make it very easy, and I can't remember the exact date or anything like that, but I know definitely at the Renaissance, the 1600s. 5,000 years plus. Yeah. Before, let's say that. Anything yeah. prior to the Renaissance, which is like the 1600s, 15, 1600s or so, we'll just say across the board, most of history, people thought the earth was flat. Then the 1600s come along. And they go, no, 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 the earth is is round. It's actually a sphere, you know, and not even a perfect sphere. We know that, you know, the it's sort of on a tilt because we watch the stars and there's different stars in the northern hemisphere than there is in the southern hemisphere. And we know that the sort of we move around the sun and we're, we're round. And that's why one's half of the earth is is seeing the moon and one half is seeing the, the sun. You can sort of see some overlap because of how the moon travels around. And that they've decided, and then they've decided to keep that. So the conspiracy may or may not have started. And I don't know what your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear them. So the conspiracy, in my opinion, may have started uh, in the 1600s. With yeah, the it goes back before that. Around. It goes way before, like, yeah. Uh... Yeah, please. So, actually, the first person, um, recorded person, to actually even propose that the Earth might be a sphere was supposedly Pythagoras, back yes. in the ancient Greeks. And then that idea never picked up because the people there were, you know, they were firmly grounded in their scientific models. You know, Ptolemy and um, all of these other um, astronomers, they had a perfect model of the universe based on a flat stationary earth for thousands of years before these days came along. Can you show me that model? I would love to see that model. Or the model of sure. the flat earth that you believe in. That would be even better. That let's go with that one there. So obviously you obviously believe in flat earth and there's a model yep. that works in 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 uh, from your understanding that everything that we experience as people and everything that we can monitor as people Right, 100% visible from the model, and and it accounts for everything involved. We and can we can we see that? That would be something. That's what I'm really interested in. Sure, I I had a video of that. I'm not sure where it went. Like I was going to show you exactly how the flat Earth works. Um, on yeah. the globe. Like there's a awesome. nicer presentation. Let me pull that up. That'd be great. See. And if you've got more comments, biggest... chuck them in the YouTube chat. That's right. That's right. We've got a few things here. Um, you know, some, some yeah, you have any more questions? Uh, yeah, so we've got off here. 
Uh, we've got uh, uh, Reb, uh, we've got Daniel Revelato here saying that don't the fisheye lenses cause the upper half of the image to curve both upwards at the edges? Just judging by 90, 1990s, 2000s music video and Redingo, uh, Redongo, sorry, is in, it depends on the curvature of the lens. GoPros are probably the most used camera for this kind of research and they've got a fairly outrageous fisheye lens. Completely agree uh, with that. And he's also said that we'd like to see a 360 view of Earth uh, like by Google Street View, but doing it from from the space would be pretty amazing. I agree. I think there is a 360 video. I um, I'm I don't have that right now. Yeah, and uh, but Damien I can put it on the comments. Damien yeah. here has said, "Where are the photographers of the interwebs? Couldn't this just be the lens?" I guess talking. This is a bit of a while ago talking about some of the uh the stuff you were showing us there. So. So this conspiracy theory down like from Pythagoras, why what what purpose would Pythagoras have um, right. to one say that the earth is definitely round and what is the benefit of everyone else around him to suppress that idea? So you know you have to understand that Pythagoras is supposed to be the first Freemason. Right, so he's supposed to be the founder of Freemasonry, and these guys had a plan for the world. They've had like a blueprint for exactly the world events that, that we're seeing happening. All of those things are planned by these people centuries ago. So they had a plan to deceive the public into believing that the Earth is actually not flat, and it has actually a, a spherical, uh, some sort of sphere, and this fits perfectly into the Big Bang, you know, model Newtonian. Um, worldview that we're presented right now. So they wanted to take us away from flat earth, which, you know, which is like without a shadow of a doubt proves that there is indeed some sort of creator who made this uh, sort of flat earth thing with the dome and all of that. And they wanted to move us and disconnect us from that into a more, um, you know, a worldview where everything happens randomly. Everything came out from the big bang and uh, the earth magically uh, formed from all of these uh, rocks. And uh, so this is why they lied to us. It's because they want to push us all of these uh, theories like evolution and uh, heliocentrism, which is basically just a glorified sun worship. So they want us to take, away, take us away from the fact that we can, you know, with our own senses, feel and experience that the earth is actually flat and stationary, but they want to, deceive us into believing that it's it's a globe somehow and it's magically turning a thousand miles per hour at the equator and you know just so this is very plausible okay. Okay. in That's the okay. Amok, you do this thing where you say so much and i need to break some of that sort of item <laughs> down for our fans this thing yeah. i think here yeah. like one of the first <laughs> thing you said was that pythagoras was one of the first if not the first mason allegedly this is yeah allegedly by who by who because the freemasons from my understanding of history uh is the freemasons basically started in the 13th the 14th century and that's about 2000 years or so after pythagoras himself that's on the surface you see that these are right. that's the exoteric if you go deeper and if you go into the, you know, the hidden connections and the origins of Freemasonry, some people found, point to Pythagoras. So, right. I mean, we're not going to debate on that. I mean, I, I don't know either. It's just um, okay. you know, so speculation. I, I, I want to take it back just a, just a little bit. Um, 
you also said that they, um, you know, they've, they've come up with these different sort of conspiracies, or, or you know, they've they've jumped, they're, they've they're wanting to tell the world that the earth is the earth is round, even though it's you know they're saying it's flat. But back, but back then they would have been noticing things like um, the way the sun rises, and how um, you know the as shipping has developed and captains are reporting that the stars are different in these different different parts of the world. So they would be slowly putting those pieces together and building that evidence over time that the earth is round rather than flat. So, I, and then they would have died and then it would have been carried on by other, other people for 50 or so years. And then they would have died and it would have been carried on for, you know, for people, you know, life expectancy was quite short back then. So what what conspiracies were they putting together or developing? I, I still don't understand why they, they they want people to believe that it's round. It's to hide the creator, as simple as that. It's to hide the fact that the ground. It's to hide to hide the fact that you've been lied to your entire life before you could even conceptualize a thought. You know. So what, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean by creator? So let me tell you the implications of a flat earth, okay? You don't have to believe it, but if the earth is indeed flat and there is some sort of dome over us and all the heavens revolve around us, that puts us in the center of the universe. And actually there is scientific evidence. Um, I did touch upon this last episode, which is called the cosmic microwave background radiation. So these are remnants of the early universe supposedly and what they discovered is that it clearly lines up with the ecliptic of the sun and what does that mean that means the earth is actually stationary and is the center of the universe so if that's the implications of a flat earth so who put us here who made this um, you know unique design which is like a timepiece and all the seasons and animals are perfectly designed who made this intelligent design that's that's the ultimate question flat earth is you know trying to get at but I guess when there's, there's two there's two parts there. Uh, number one, ninety nine percent of all animals have have been extinct. Um, if so, yeah, so there's, that, there's that argument. But then there's there's also I just I've missed the logic of this ecliptic lineup and then how that equates to what you were saying. We're at the center of the universe. Can can you just go back and just step that out for me? Sure. So it's again I told you it's called the axis of evil in cosmology. So it's basically like um, it's a pattern that they found, which which makes it seem that the Earth is actually um, the point of reference for all of the heavens. So so basically, it's like you know these radio waves that uh, supposedly came out of the early universe. They measured all of that, and what they actually found out was that it lines with the ecliptic of the sun. What is the ecliptic of the sun? It means the motion of the sun, right? The okay, motion so of the sun. So in your model of the flat earth, the yep. sun moves. Yeah, the sun is rotating over the flat stationary earth, just as how our senses perceive that. Right. So can you show me, like I said, a flat earth model that shows... Yeah, I was going to pull that up. That would be good. Yeah, that'd be good because uh, that's something I want to talk about because I've got a lot of questions about that model in uh, specifically that I've seen a number of things on. 
And for me, that model doesn't work in a number of ways and some ways it can't, it does as well. But I'd like to see how you understand or how you describe the motions of the earth or the, sorry, the motions of the, the sun, moon and stars under that model itself and how humans would perceive that. Sure. If you, if you could just imagine the earth to be a solid, you know, um, plane and you imagine the sun and moon to be these luminaries or lights in the sky that are actually moving about, there's really no problem in actually perceiving that on a flat earth. Like, so can you see my uh, screen right now? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So this, again, this is just a model. We don't know if this is actually true or not, but in fact, we can make certain predictions and those predictions um, are pretty... Um, you believe that this is true. You've got a higher level of truth to this model than the level of truth that we have. I mean, yeah, if you want to see it that way. So, so show us, um, I think there's one there that, uh, that says, what did it say, 90% of the membership. There's that one there. Yeah. That, that is that close to the model that you think is truest? I'm not going to say truest or anything, but it's just a working understanding of how the sun and moon might revolve around the earth. So okay. here, so, it's supposed to be a GIF, but it's not working. That's okay. But that's basically, okay. the, sun, the sun isn't as far away and as big as they tell you it is. The sun is so, close and local, exactly where your eyes tell you it is, and it illuminates like a local area of the earth. Okay. So two questions then. How high is the sun and how high is the moon? Hey, Amu, can you, can you just... We don't know. We don't know. That, that question, some people say it's around like uh, 3,000 miles or like 5,000 miles, but I honestly don't know. I, I have to preface it by saying most of these things are uh, beyond our, um, you know... Um, but why don't uh, we know? Because we haven't done those experiments because we haven't tested it uh, but what so what do you what do you say of all the experiments that we know that i don't know off the top of so my head I, that we actually know how far the, the moon and the sun yeah. is away from there so, so those are based on mathematical models so cool. you th those are just values extrapolated from the math that they give you so it's not really like an actual experiment they did it's just that they plugged in the numbers from the math and then they said this is what it is okay so Obviously, well, you can't you actually. Believe... Yeah, you don't obviously believe that we've been to the moon, then. If that's no, of course not. Okay. I actually so just to give you an idea of where what I'm trying to tell you, everything that these space agencies tell you is to intentionally deceive you and to get you to believe a certain worldview that they have, that they want you to subscribe to, and this worldview is that the Earth is in infinite space and we are orbiting the sun and the sun is orbiting the galaxy and the galaxy is orbiting the great attractor and all, so on and so forth. So it's no, to give no, you- that's not what they're believing at all. The sun is in, in their model anyway, in the, I guess, uh, I guess the, the NASA world model is that the sun is stationary and does not move and everything else or our planetary system up until Pluto, but Pluto is not no longer as a planet, but we'll count it up to there of what we can perceive at the moment with our technology, rotate around the sun itself and all the planets do and all the planets rotate around the sun and rotate 
on an axis themselves at various levels of timing across the board. Our planet has a, a satellite, which is what we know as the moon. Other planets have more satellites, like Saturn has more, but our one has, has one satellite that is the moon that is very close to us. And without it, we would not have certain things like how tides work and uh, obviously, you know, the Wait. moon is just a big rock. That Yeah, let me ask you this. So you said the moon causes the tides, right? Yes. So so in high tide, supposedly the moon is attracting all the water up. I, I, so I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll 100% admit I don't exactly understand how it works, but my knowledge okay. of it is that uh, it does have an effect. So from what I understand, in high tide, the moon is supposed to be pulling all the water out, um, supposed to be like kind of be pulling on the earth. So the moon's gravitational field is supposed to be affecting the tides on the globe, right? How come it doesn't affect anything else other than water? I'm not sure. But I yeah. don't know that it doesn't as well. Right. And I no, think I'm just saying if yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I completely See, but one of the one of the interesting I, I guess one of the interesting things when you look at um tides uh, and you said the word experiment before Moog, um or when we use telescopes and we look up into the stars and we can go this is jupiter and this is saturn and one of the reasons right. why we, we, i guess scientists are quite confident that these planets revolve around the sun is that they can make some fairly confident predictions that in two years time mars is going to be once again aligned with earth and it's going to be the shortest distance to send space spacecraft to mars and that yeah, something, that's, like, that's cool. something like pluto is going to take 800 years um you know to to get around its orbit before it's you know back in line with with earth again um but those and then it's I'm, I'm in complete agreement. We, we we have those models and and we can predict them and those predictions are, are pretty accurate that is true that's I'm, I'm not refuting any of that in fact the planets actually do orbit the sun but the sun orbits the plant the the plane or earth so you have two different points of view one the sun is moving across the plane and then the planets are the you know what they call wandering stars they're supposed to orbit um, around the sun, which in turn orbits the Earth. So it's one of, so the, one of, the, reasons, one of the reasons why um, if the Earth is not the center of the universe, is that just something that just goes, that throws our religious aspect out the window and, and, and we can't handle that, that we're not special? Yeah, it's more of a, you know, a Newtonian worldview where everything's made of matter and um, everything came about from the Big Bang and um, uh, everything evolved from you know, primordial soup of life. And somehow all of these things came together and our Earth is uh, no special because there are so many other planets out there just like Earth, which which can inhabit life. So that's that's what um, they want you to think, you know, to think that we're not special and we're really tiny and insignificant and we don't matter in the grand scheme of things. But what Flat Earth is telling you is the complete opposite. It's saying actually, the earth is indeed the center of the the universe it's called geocentrism for a reason okay can, I, can we talk about the sun and the movement of the sun on this model because i think i have an issue with it i'd love to hear your understanding of it 
if the sure. sun is as it is like there, so it's like I'm just looking at a couple of these models and it just sort of circles around the earth. Every 24 how, hours, yes. Yeah. How does this model, in this model here, how do you explain seasons or seasons itself? Because in this model here, this, the heat, I guess, is closest to the um, the, the center of, I guess, the the center, you know, circle of the Earth, and then, I guess, like pl places like Australia and mm -hmm. England technically should have very similar weather at the same time, but they don't. Some it's some it'll be it's summer here right now in Australia. While in Europe, it is, or England, let's say, it's winter. But on this model here, both places would be having the same weather patterns. It actually depends on the path of the sun that it takes every, um, you know, the whole year. So one we have, we have, we have winter solstice, where the sun is actually closest. It's making the, the shortest circle around the center. And then we have the summer solstice where it goes, you know, it reaches the edge of the, you know, makes the biggest circle here. So those would account for the seasons. In fact, I did show you an image last time, um, which showed you like the different um, orbits of the sun and how it causes seasons. So if you bring that up. Like, yeah, yeah, it almost seems like a, like, a, like a record then. Like, you know, it goes, it gets wider and wider and wider. You know, yeah, and then it comes shorter and shorter, yeah. Right. So if that's the case then, perfect example. Um, why is, you, we've got this ice wall around the side. I think you discussed that sort of last time. Why does the ice wall stay the cold if the sun goes out more? It doesn't go out all the way. It ha it has to stop at okay. one point, and where it stops, it stops giving the warmth. So y you have to keep in mind that there is a dome here. All of this is enclosed inside the dome. Okay. So my question, so my question, the sun, is, it's a closed system. The sun isn't going anywhere out. So how do you get? How do you get to a level of evidence yeah. that you are confident in these predictions? Hello, I'm sorry. I lost you there. Oh, sorry. So, so how are you confident in these in these predictions? What? what well, it's what, it's not really. What, I guess what are you, what are you observing? Really What's being observed? So, I think we have to understand like different points of view and perspective, right? So, let's say Einstein's relativity. What it says is you can have two different points of reference. Right. So both you can say the Earth being stationary is a reference point and the rest of the um, world is moving relative to it. Or you could say the sun is stationary and the rest of everything else around it is moving. So these are just two different points of views that we can take. We don't know. We're trying to get at which is the closest to the truth. Right. So. Both of these points are valid. You can definitely say the Earth being the globe and all of that, all of that makes sense as a mathematical model. Only because that of, um, you know, only with the reference point that the sun is stationary and the rest of 
everything is um, moving. But if you just, oh, I don't know if we lost him there. Uh, but if I, if I can, while well, while it's sort of uh, sort of loading there, Amog. My, uh, another question is how do you compensate or how do you explain the phenomenon that is a, um, uh, you know, uh, oh, when the moon covers up the sun, a total eclipse and, and the other kind of eclipse where the sun looks like it's going behind the moon and going in front of the moon. Both of those items there sort of... Um, on a flat earth model, if we don't know the height of both of those, how does that, how, how does that work? I think we've lost a Moog. I think we have lost a Moog. A Moog, if you're there, but, oh, here we go. It's right. Hopefully he comes back on. Hopefully he logs back in and shows us some more, but we've got a few questions. Sounds like the internet was cutting out just then. Just a little bit there. I think the, flat, the conspiracy, us conspiracy theorists, uh, I've got him here. But uh, I object, Rodongo has here <laughs> said, I object to animals being perfectly designed. Have you seen the platy Belendo? I don't even know what that is. I don't I'm even know what that is. Might be a, but I probably look it up for us, Kieran. You can do that while I keep reading some of these comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Damien here is it the flat earth provide evidence that the edge of the earth has been visited. Um, and show that naysayers beyond reasonable doubt there is proof. Uh, uh, and I'm not quite sure. Here we go. Yeah, put, press F to pay respect. Rodonga, absolutely right. And you think some serious researcher would visit um, visit Africa? I'm just joining Rodongo back onto the stream. So it's very exciting to have him back. And uh, oh, it's like some kind of elephant dinosaur. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Amoog's back. Hey guys, sorry I lost connection. We do have him back. That's all right. We filled in some airtime. Absolutely. And we lost him. Nope. Here we got him. I'll tell you now. This uh, I'm gonna get a better computer. <laughs> no, I, I um uh, don't. Th I just I think it might be some. It sounds like they need um uh nbn in uh, uh in india we need something like that oh, that's a cool, that's a cool not australian nbn though no don't get that i'm gonna see if i can reset as well i will be back here and i'll hold the show well hello everybody let me give you a story tell a yarn etc etc uh i'm not gonna lie i am nursing a pretty big hangover today church's engagement party was yesterday uh fun was had by all and uh, i'm quite proud of the the groomsmen who held their own at the, uh, the engagement party <laughs> welcome back to back. my apologies we had some technical issues on our end it's always fun when you do this sort of stuff but thank you so much for holding on the line um you were talking about the um the sun and the moon. That's where we were at. I think from memory there, Kieran, is that right? Amog? Yeah, yeah. Sun and the moon. All right. So just, just a recap. This, you know, you can say that the sun is stationary and then you can say the earth is moving around us. 
Or you can say, well, the Earth might be stationary and the sun and the other rest of the stars are moving. So both points are valid. I'm just here to present the point of view where we say that the Earth is indeed the center of the universe and it is flat and stationary and the rest of the stars are moving. But couldn't I, couldn't I make the argument, which is um, people want me to believe in religion and that we are special, and so that's why they put this point of view across? That's a wonderful question. So you, you should ask that for yourself and actually find that out. Right? So you should probably dig deeper. Oh, that's a, that... Yeah, I mean, obviously there is an element of, um, you know, religious programming here. And and a lot of, you know, flat earthers are actually, you know, just Bible worshippers and they always, you know, push that stuff onto you. I'm not coming from any of that. I, I don't care if we're special or not. I just want to, you know, put the end on the debate whether the earth is flat or not. You know, because I'm, I'm all about the science and the facts, right? I just want to look at the data and I want to see if it checks out. That's it. Uh, I do have a question here, um, this one here. So all the planets, so from your knowledge and your understanding of the universe, are any of the other planets, including the sun and our moon, uh, actually a globe or are they also two-dimensional, in like flat in shape? Right. That, that's a question everyone asks me whenever I tell them I believe the Earth is flat. They just imagine that, um, you know, they imagine a, a heliocentric model, but they imagine the Earth to be flat and the rest of the planets are actually like spheres. So then it, it makes it seem like the Earth is the only planet that's flat and all the other planets are globes. So that sounds ridiculous, right? Well, that's not true. What, what I think is Earth is not a planet. It is a plane, right? So it, it, it is the, the entire universe itself. So these planets are actually just balls of light that we see in the sky. And I can show you um, video footage here if you can, if you, if you mind. Absolutely, I'm adding you to the stream. If you don't mind. Now. Absolutely. Everything's working a little bit nicer now. <laughs> Okay, so this is um, P1000 footage of the planet Mars, right? I want you to um, have a look at this with an open mind. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can turn on the, yep. This is the Mars Nikon P100, uh, P1000 footage. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm sorry, guys. That's okay. No, oh, anyway, while this loads, I, I can uh, see. So, out into the night sky, and they're filming the so, you know, we recently had SpaceX supposedly launch uh, a freaking robot onto Mars. And apparently it landed perfectly fine and um, they're able 
um, I, I want to watch this video and actually think that what you see on the screen or it's 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 flickering it looks like water screen so give me a question goes back up i'm not gonna lie it's just cutting and out and i have no idea what's going on okay it Church, looks like please explain all right, beautiful. So what are we what are we watching here? What's this? So this is Mars, the planet Mars. And keep in yeah. mind the word planet comes from wandering stars. Um so, so that's what is, we're is looking at from uh, the plane. No, you can't really look at it. Do you think that's something you can land on? That's what I'm trying to ask you guys. Does that yes. look solid and firm to you, like our Earth? Well, where's this footage coming from? Or does from? it look like is it's, this... you know, wobbling and it's just like... This is coming from Nikon P1000. This is the camera with the highest zoom that you have. Yes, yeah, so, so is this coming from Earth? So, you... And some people say this... Yeah, this is coming from Earth. This is coming from someone who filmed it from their balcony. Of course, if you're looking at it from bloody Earth, so yeah, this is going to be able to determine whether you can land on it or not. If no, using, but I'm saying, look at what you're seeing. Nickel. Does that uh, look I, like I, it's I, solid to you? We, does does that? Look well, we, we had a conversation before about whether the cameras were actually appropriate to determine this kind of this knowledge or not. Right, but I, I'm just saying. Do you have any semblance of trust in what you experience or what your eyes actually tell you or what you feel? You know, what does your intuition tell you? Do you have any or do you just, you know, um, uh, say none of that matters and you just believe what the authorities want you to believe? Well, which I'm one is it? Because I come from another video clips and footage of, of Mars, which looks nothing like that. So. Yeah, so uh, 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 right, different cameras. You're right. So anyway, you can do this by yourself. Uh, I've got a question. Why? Yeah. So through this lens, why do you think it's wobbling? I don't know. I, I just think it's a ball of pulsating energy. To me, that's what it looks like. It doesn't look like an actual terra firma thing that you can land on. Okay. So, so to me, Mars, it looks like a ball of pulsating light, and that's what the ancients thought too. So Mars and other planets aren't real. They're just balls of energy. Right. We don't know. I mean, maybe maybe when if we actually had the technology to go there, maybe it magically appear to be, you know, solid, but it doesn't seem like it, and it doesn't seem like we're going to have that kind of technology anyway. So why, but we do and, have the technology. So why, why don't you trust the technology, or why don't you trust SpaceX, um, or yeah, or Amazon I was coming to beyond... that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we had um, the latest uh, Mars Perseverance rover. Uh, I'm pretty sure you saw this all over the news. Where they were showing uh, people how, um, uh, you know, we actually went 
and landed on Mars. And then we had able to communicate with these robots millions of miles away, supposedly. Over the internet? Yes. Okay, so I'm just saying, I, I just don't get how that works. Like, wh okay. where is the reception that they have in Mars or whatever? Perfect, perfect. The reason why internet gets delayed here through wireless sort of stuff is that we've got lots of other things within the atmosphere space that interferes with frequency transmission. In space, there is none of that. So if you send out a signal strong enough, through our atmosphere into space, there's nothing to inter really interfere that to... But what about all the, you know, debris and space debris and all of the other stuff that's supposedly out there? Yep. Wouldn't that be kind of, you know, blocking some of it or like absorbing some of the radiation? Well, there's no radiation through transmission of signals, but... Even through that aspect of it, we are still able to do that because of how we are able to line up certain things with the Earth. We're able to do it with all the junk on Earth. Exactly. Okay, let's assume, let's for a moment, let's assume we actually landed on Mars. Okay. And this is the image that they give you here on the left. And this is an image of um, Devon Island on the right. Now, tell me, doesn't that look like just a red filter applied on Devon Island? Quick question. What though. if? It could also be the other way around. I mean, I could put a filter on the Mars one and make it look like Devon Island. Who's, um, whose YouTube oh, channel is this? Touche. So this is a YouTube channel called Eric Dubay. Yeah. He is, um, uh, you know, he has been waking people up for, for a while now about the flat earth reality. And you should totally check him out and, you know, look for yourself. So anyway. Um, so, but why don't, have, you up, why don't you pull up NASA or SpaceX, like their footage? And, and yeah, start I was that apart. Gonna, so in 2003, what happened was NASA from their Mars Curiosity released these photos of supposedly Mars from space, okay? And what they found was a ground squirrel somewhere in Mars or on Mars. Now tell me, does that make any sense? I Well, is, this is an official press release. This is just... Yeah, this, this is, is space.com. No, this is space.com doing damage control because people on the internet were, you know, being skeptical about the Curiosity mission. So here you can clearly see that there is indeed in these photos, you can see that this image credit is NASA Caltech. Okay. You, you can see that somewhere here there was this ground squirrel that was caught in the image. Now, isn't that interesting? Let's scroll down there. I just want to read the rest of that image. Yeah, you know what they want you to think? They want you to think it's pareidolia or pareidolia. So they want yeah. you to think the tendency of the human brain to perceive animals in vague or random images. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty common phenomenon. We do it mm -hmm. all the time here in, yeah. on Earth from people looking at faces in rocks. Uh, to you know, we even do that. All right. So just see, just as an enlarged image that you can see. 
But we can't. Right. I want is, you to actually. This is what happened last trust time. Trust your senses. You, you haven't been able to grab something from like actual NASA or SpaceX, actual official accounts, and show us from that. The, okay. the amount of manipulation. Let me show you this. If you don't think. Putting stuff up on the internet. That's easy. If you go to the NASA website, find okay. that picture and we zoom in. I hear you. At uh, ourselves. No, I can do you one better. better. Okay, perfect. That's all we like to hear. I can do you one better. Last time, you guys told me that um, you would believe me if I did the uh, Photoshop effect by myself. So I actually did do it by myself. So let me show you um, Earth from space, NASA. So uh, if this is actually a real photo of Earth that you believe. It's from NASA. Let's put it to the test, shall we? As long as it's not a JPEG, because JPEG will naturally, in any sort of image, even if you create an image yourself right now, will have natural distortion. So you need to find an image that is not a JPEG. Okay, I hear you. This is a JPG file. Okay, a JPEG file will have natural and distortion. I'm, this is actually from... Okay, that's fine, but I, I just want you to, uh, you know, see this out, okay? This is actual, uh, this is from moon.nasa.gov, this image. Okay. And I can go to exposure here and turn it up. And it doesn't that look like it's copy-pasted to you? That doesn't that look like there's some sort of effects? No. That's no, been that done. is JPEG distortion. That's what, please put up YouTube JPEG Grab distortion. That's exactly that. In fact, okay. let's, do a, let's, do a, let's do a test. Let's do a test right now. Create a new document. Create a new document in this program right now. Yeah, I have one right here. Perfect. And the thing you just need to grab. I have you one. Just need to grab I have any, another image. Make the background. Make the background black. Make make a new image. The back, put the background all black. And you yourself put a round circle that could be any color you like, as long as it's not black on the screen, and do the same filter thing. And I guarantee you, we will see the same type of distortion across the board because that is uh, image distortion created through the JPEG file type. All right, I didn't get that. What did you want me to do? So this Great. one, th this is also a JPEG image, and I captured this from um, a screenshot from the one of those high altitude balloon footages. So okay. I wanted to see if this, uh, I understand what where you're coming from, where you say there is JPEG distortion. Mm -hmm. And I did the same thing for this one. Let's see where that is. Oh, I wonder why that's not coming up. Why isn't the exporter coming in? Uh, you okay. get levels is what you're looking at, but that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to yeah. continue to say. This is another photo of uh, supposedly. It's coming in, if you can, and you can see it in the actual image itself. Nothing is, it, it's all coming in as pixelated JPEG distortion because you've overexposed the photo to the point of ludicrousy. Yeah. And, uh, is this what you mean? Back. Yes. This is what you mean, right? So let's go back. So let, let, can we do it? This, this right is now? a normal photo that I took from. 
Yeah, this is a normal photo. This is yeah. supposedly unedited photo, okay? But if you that get a I photo, captured if from you... one of those high altitude balloons. But if you just grab a photo of something that you believe is 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 true, like a tree, yeah, yeah, and, and JPEG and put it in, thing. you're going to get the distortion. Sure, that's that's what we're saying. And we can even do that, even if you get a black background, you can. Yeah, that's what I'm here. This is what I believe. And the circle in the middle, which yeah. is white or yellow, and do the same exposure thing, you will get the same distortion on stream. Hmm. Right. I, I have no, I'm not refuting that. I'm just saying maybe that may possibly, then, then apart from the JPEG, it's just evidence. Then your evidence it's like this because there's a uh, exposure is useless. There's a box around the earth there. When you change the exposures here, it might just be copy pasted. But you can't tell that by using this methodology. Yeah, I'm not saying this is proof of anything. I'm not giving you this as evidence of anything. I'm just saying maybe you can consider the fact that NASA has been photoshopping these images. Yeah, but so would people. Okay, and I have another clip. And and people Please. who have uploaded birthday parties and like it's the same logic for all these other photos that you could just do this to and you'd get the same distortion. It's not clear to me how you can just ignore this. If you could pull photos that you believed are absolutely true and you didn't get this, sure. this effect. Um, and I mean, take a photo of, of the moon yourself or the stars and upload it and you'll still get... A, yeah, that's what I try to do there. Yeah, and you'll, you'll get the same effect. Anyway, we've got some more questions coming in, which I think will be interesting to get to in a moment. We certainly do. We've got here a uh, comment. I've got it from um, um, Cardi. I hear Cardi you. Now. There is hey, definitely I'm that going. side of the argument where you can say it's just a distortion. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Uh, Cardi K is asked, how did you have this awakening? So this was, you, I remember you saying, while well, you're getting up a picture of the tree and we could try the same sort of uh, image manipulation. Um, you had this awakening a couple of years ago, wasn't it? And you've actually studied engineering uh, from memory or is that right yeah that is right so i yeah, as i said i come from a scientific way. perspective only i'm not here i'm sorry and you also believe that there's no not that there's no moon but the moon is not round or it, it's just a, another plane is that right no i'm sorry the, the moon is exactly what how can you say the moon is not round i don't understand you oh, can no, sorry, see it for, with your own yeah. eyes i'm not saying the moon is round is the moon a sphere i i don't know what the moon is we're not talking about that are we okay i i don't know maybe possibly but that's that's like an argument that says, um, you know, just because all the balls on the the ball also has the, the table also has to be round. Okay. You know, so there's a fallacy I, there. I, I just want to because most people tell me all the planets around the Earth are, should also be round. 
I, I just want to take us off a slight uh, slight change of direction because there's a question from uh, Damien early on, which is, can you provide evidence that the edge of the earth has been visited and show the naysayers um, doubt uh, or the naysayers that reasonable doubt that there is proof? So where, where well, is actually, this edge of the, the earth? Something called the Antarctic Tree. Yeah. Are you talking about the Antarctic Treaty? I think we got some delay in the internet connection. I think that everyone tells me that the edge of the earth. See, there is something called Antarctic Treaty, which is formed by all the countries, which bans anyone. Have you read it? Yeah. So there was this there was this man, an explorer, who wanted to go to the edge of the world, and he was, um, you know, sent back because nobody's allowed to independently explore Antarctic. Is yes, the wonder right. why? that nobody is allowed to go to Antarctica and do your own experiments and why it's so controlled and why they don't have a look at it. Incorrect. The reason why the Antarctic Treaty was, the reason why the Antarctic Treaty was put there was that no uh, single nation could control it to have a military uh, base there of any kind like that. So it is an internationally owned piece of land, just like the, um, uh, the one in the northern hemisphere, the Antarctic in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, it doesn't stop you from entering. It just means you couple military bases because it's neutral territory. Exactly what I just said, Rev. Thank you very much. It's you can still explore it. There are people that. But then why can't we do any independent the... exploration? You hey, well, tourists go there all the time. You just need permission. You can. You can only go on cruise ships which have um, a you know pre-dedicated path. You can't go and do your own experiments there. You can't fly there if that's what you mean. You can't land a plane on ice. I'm, sh I'm sure if you had uh, enough money, you could just go there and do it. If you had the resources, I don't they, think it's anything. They, they study, you. they go to the Antarctic all the time and do tests. There's a base yeah. in Australia. They leave from, I think, from um, South Australia or Western Australia and go there. That's and there's they, lots they of footage there. of the ice wall. From Antarctica. Ice wall. Yeah. So the so-called edge of the world. Let's so see how tall is the ice wall? How tall is the ice wall itself? Um, I'm not sure, but probably like... Well, I don't have a number to give than, you. It'd have to be no. shorter than what, how high the, the sun is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's about, let's okay. say, I'd say around 30,000 feet, maybe more. I don't know. Okay, so technically we can get a balloon and put it pretty close to the ice wall. Actually, there's a land beyond the ice wall. There's more land. <laughs> what, what? Why? Why? How can there be more land? Stop a balloon. Uh, let me show you. Yes, please. Yeah. Please. Let me show you. Let me show you um, an interview from one of the greatest explorers of all time. His name okay. is uh, Admiral Richard E. Byrd. And this is what he had to say back in the, I forget the date, but this is a, a public TV show that uh, was aired. And this is what he had to say about um, land beyond the South Pole.
if it um doesn't load, I'll see if I can get it up. Maybe I'm just gonna skip this part. Yeah. I think send it. I think send it to Turks and see if Turks can play it. Yeah, that might that might be one of those videos that people have to have to listen have to listen to in their own times. Maybe we'll definitely put it in the link in the description. But can you give us a quick mm. summary, maybe, of what uh, he has stated in this interview here? I just send you the link. Yeah, that might be something that other that we can watch later on in time, just to, um, all that sort of stuff. But so know, give us interview. He basically states that approximately the United States is. Right. I was saying. Uh, he basically states that there is a land the size of the United States beyond the South Pole that nobody has explored. But that, that still means there has to be an edge, right? Which means we can just put up a balloon. Because it's interesting, well, the, the video that you showed me before, was that the edge? I'm not sure, Turch, are you with me? I am Hello, listening. people in YouTube land. I think it's frozen again. Uh, it might have been frozen again. We've just got a few here. I've met a few, uh, Rodingo, uh, Rodongo, sorry, said, I've met a few people who are engineers in Scott Base and have one mentioned the ice wall. Carter Lekay announces Hasna Ban Karmot, which uh, what I see here, I've just tried to translate it, it just means don't laugh. Very unprofessional. And this, and uh, Siddhartha. Manjunath, if I'm pronouncing it wrong, my apologies, but this guy with the fake accent glorifying lies and claims uh, to which there are no actual proofs, followed random YouTube channels and philosophies who were just making money, uh, videos for money and claim others are blind. Uh, same sort of thing, BSNL internet. Um, I'm assuming that's the type of internet in, in India over there, where he is, uh, back and forth there. Um, yeah, lots of Lots of technical issues today. My apologies, um, live audience. We are trying our very best here. The Australian <laughs> thanks for along. just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, been a lot of lot of discussions today. A um, lot of lot of stuff coming out today. Hopefully, we get a rogue back. Uh, looks like he's he's running around, but I just can't hear. I'm going to try and see if turn him on off mute. Looks like he's he's um. Okay, there's no mic connected at the moment for him. So we're just waiting for him to come back. But Kieran, if, what's something you've taken away from this so far um, about the show? Oh, look, you know, I think you've got to understand what evidence is. <laughs> it seems like... Uh, I can show you some evidence. Oh, oh good. Yeah, yeah. You're back, excellent. You're back, excellent. Uh, here we go. Okay, can you see my screen now? Yes. Yeah. So this is the world record for a longest microwave link distance. Okay, what does that mean? That means um, these guys were able to transmit a signal 
235 kilometers over water. Okay, now let's put that into the Earth curve calculator. If I could just find that. Okay, let's say um, I height is actually zero and 235 miles. The horizon should be hidden by 36,795 feet. And what does a microwave have to do with that? Well, it uses line of sight technology and there absolutely has to be no obstacles in between the two links. So this clearly proves that the earth is flat because they were able to do this with the span of 235 kilometers with one GBPS service. So are you telling me- What do you have to say about that? So in this case here, gravity has no effect on or on a microwave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what? I don't think there's any, there's ever been any uh, demonstrated proof of gravity affecting um, radiation. I'm not sure if that, um, also microwave there is no. Microwave and radiation are two different things, but that's okay. Let's continue on with that train of logic. So you No, no, it's not. Oh, yes. Everything that's it's a, subset. it's a subset, but it's not the same thing. That's radiation okay. is a very broad and vast. Thing. Microwave is a certain type of frequency transmission that we're talking about here. And if that's right, and what's case, radiation? Can you prove it's a very like I said, it's a very broad understanding of multiple different things, different kinds of wavelengths within radiation itself. Right. On the so are you familiar with line of sight? Microwave is a very certain type potentially of radiation, but it's a different type of wavelength that we can send out through technology itself. And I don't have enough uh, understanding of microwave in that sort of sense that if it does have, uh, yeah. Are you exactly familiar right. with line of sight? Is it microwave active, my dude? Exactly right. It's not, you know, it's, it's a completely different type of waveform that we can, we can create. It's, it's, a, a, you're talking about two different things and conflating both of them in the same sentence. Now, all I'm trying to demonstrate here is that line of sight cannot be possible with an object in between it. There has to be absolutely a clear path between the two transmitting towers. So if the earth was actually curved with the numbers that they give you, you should have 36,000 feet blocking this microwave signal transmission, which is not the case. And that's just one proof for you to take away, which without a shadow of doubt, proves that we do indeed live on a globe, uh, on a flat earth. And, and there's so much more of these. I can, I, can, I can talk about this all day. Okay, and we can see can you, can now you some experiments. You, oh, gotta go, you gotta go, can you that, go back? Cause I've, I've lost train of thought here. Can you just, go I, back, can you just type into Google, is, can, uh, is microwaves affected by gravity? And let's just see the answer. Because I'm just re Googling it very quickly now. Sure. And it's saying yes. <laughs> you know, can gravity affect radio waves, radar, or Wi-Fi signal? Radio waves are part of the electromagnetic spectrum. Okay, can you just... Uh, which include a whole bunch of this and that. 
uh, microwaves, gamma rays, and the quantum photons. Photons don't have mass, but they do have energy. Uh, gen general relative describes ge uh, gravity is the effect of curved space time on moving particles. Energy is moving particles. So yes, gravity waves are affected by gravity. Uh, radio waves are affected by gravity the same way as light is affected. The only difference is light is visible. So yes, across the board, gravity is affected by uh, uh, radio waves, including microwaves. So wait, what it is? Is let me ask you this. Gravity. Okay, let me ask you this. So you believe that gravity is actually pulling the microwave radiation all over to the and it's uh, following the curvature and it's somehow appearing on the other side is that right yeah yeah because it's, it's pulling it's up it's pulling towards the center of the round earth so and that's why it affects everything the same okay what about the obstacle what about the curvature of the earth wouldn't that be blocking the radiation no or no, the no, microwave it it around. And if you're shooting it and it's going like straight it's still going straight but it's always being pushed down around the curvature of the earth and we're talking about what 235 miles i don't yeah. even think you're going to get that much of a drop no the drop is thirty-six thousand feet Thirty-six thousand feet over 235 miles yeah that's a lot so if there was a tower here and there were tower here you're trying to tell me that it's actually gravity that's pulling the signal like this and it's going yeah, to the other side it's not going, it's not going flat it's not going flat. It's it'll be the same curvature as what the Earth is. Uh, the it's alleged curvature. Flat. Yes. So, but which, be, so which which two towers? Where what tower? What, what towers? Give me a bit more of a concrete example. So this, this I is, can this give is you theoretical here. Give me give me two two example of some actual towers that aren't working or that are working. Between that distance, sending information. No, that's okay. You already refuted that um, that proof by saying it's gravity, and I can. Um, I'll give you that one. Let's say gravity. First of all, nobody even knows what gravity is, and let's say it's a thing and it's real and yeah, it's, um, it's actually it's pulling. But it's consistent. That's the big thing that you're not looking at it here. It, we may not know exactly what it is. Let's just say, but we know that it's consistent everywhere on Earth. So if I drop something from a height here, it'll accelerate down to Earth at the exact same speed as if I was in your country or in America. And because we've got that consistency, mm. we can use that as a reference across the board. That's something I physically observe and that's something right. we physically absolutely measure. And you talk about these things that we can physically see in this, that, Yes, you yeah. may not know why there is the force there, but I think we can't okay. do because it's let me ask you this. Always, it is consistent. I, I, I'm just I'm I'm just interested, Amug, that you're you're able to bring in some theoretical mathematical explanations, but are very dismissive of other theoretical um, no, mathematical explanations. I, I agreed. Yeah. No, I, I am open. If you say gravity is actually pulling that in, maybe I don't know. Okay, then. So on a flat Earth model, why do things fall down to the ground without saying buoyancy and density? Because those are only there because of what gravity does. Gra I'm not denying gravity. Gravity is very real. So why... If, the, if we were on the other side of the Earth, that's flat, 
would we still have gravity the other way or would we just fall off? No, there is no falling off. Gravity works the same everywhere on the Earth, except maybe the equators, I guess. Why doesn't it work? Where, where is the equator on the flat Earth? I, I don't remember. I, I remember reading that, uh, uh, studying that in school because of the bulge or something. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We, we, I don't know what gravity is, so nobody can really say much about it. But what I can tell you is give you more evidence that the Earth is actually demonstrably experimentally flat and you can go out here and do this for yourself right you can actually do the little mathematics of the globe and you can actually test this out and see for yourself if it's flat or not i think that's the big thing a lot of these things you're discussing we have mathematical proofs that are consistent across any place on earth and i think one of the things that most people have a trouble with with the flat earth model is that a lot of these things that should be consistent across the board on any place on earth are not consistent on a flat earth model and it's exactly right something like the um the uh yumar here has said can you explain how lunar eclipses happen in a flat earth model and that actually doesn't agree with the model that you've presented across the board here and the same no i can explain that okay so people actually think that um, a lunar eclipse is the shadow of the earth being projected on the moon and then since you can see the curvature, that's supposedly proof that the Earth is actually flat. I mean, the Earth is actually spherical. Well, I hear you. What about this? We have recorded uh, hundreds of lunar eclipses where the sun and Earth, uh, sun and moon are both up high in the sky. And it's called a selenelian. You can look that up. Uh, a selenelian happens when both the Earth, uh, when both the sun and moon are above the horizon. But they're supposed to be in an exactly 180 degrees syzygy for it to work on your globe model. Yeah. And if anything, well, on a flat Earth, new moons only uh, a so lunar eclipses happen only on a new moon when the moon and Earth, when the moon and sun are exactly um, aligned. I have a video that I can link you, which really explains everything. Here, just to say, I can link all of these videos. See, the thing is, people like yeah, to, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. you know, people like to, you know, just go off with what um, the authority figures have told them and what they've been conditioned their entire life. People aren't willing to do the research and digging into what it actually is, right? So when you come to the selenelian, it doesn't work on the globe earth. So how do you explain that? Yeah, sorry, does this I, I can ask you. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. There, because you say that, that, that you know there's governments and etc. that have conditioned us and, and um, make us believe certain certain aspects. Is that the same? I guess for like the weather, because the government basically is the, the the weather people go look. It's probably going to rain tomorrow. It's likely going to rain tomorrow, and they put out. Do do you believe? Do you believe the government in their weather reports? Or, or is it just sort of you You believe some institutions, not all institutions? No, everyone's in on this, you see. we Everything we know about the world is, 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 is simply a lie. 
because we have been conditioned before we could make up our own minds and before we could, you know, make up our own thoughts. So this goes beyond the flat earth. Uh, yeah, no, obviously flat earth actually uncovers all the other conspiracies on how, um, you know, these elite bunch of bankers have been controlling the world this whole time. And but now we're going through what's called the Great Reset. Right. So there's a massive awakening happening right now where people are actually waking up to the truth. People are actually awakening to the reality of what is. Right. And flat earth is one aspect of this. And soon enough, see, I think most of you people here only believe the earth is a globe because everyone else believes it. That's the only reason most people, you know, go and because we're conditioned. But what if most people in the future, they are actually going to come to the conclusion that the earth is actually flat? What happens then? Are you just going to believe them because they're in majority or are you going to do your research? Are you actually going to find out for yourself? Right. Anyway, we're going off topic here. I can give you more proofs and evidences. I think, yeah, I think more than anything else, the shape of the earth, realistically, I don't, I, I still don't understand the, the connection between the shape of the earth and the control of the masses. Realistically, the shape of the earth realistically doesn't i i don't understand how the lie of telling us either the earth is round or earth is flat or whichever one is real how any of this actually helps any of these elite type people control us in any way well it's just simply control of information right you you believe that you great if that's the case then how did you how did how is all this opposing information come to light if they've got such a strong control over 99.999 yeah that's because the truth can never be hidden as much as you want the truth always gets out that's why you have all of this conditioning that says otherwise but there's actually a bunch of people here actually trying to say hey maybe we should look at this thing again Maybe we should reevaluate our belief systems and what we've been conditioned and actually have a look at this with an open mind, right? And when you go down that road, there's only one inevitable conclusion. And that, that is indeed that the earth below is flat and stationary. And I can prove it. I just find it amazing that every government's in on this. That's me. Okay, look, it's not I, just the government. It goes more than that. It goes much I deeper. I don't want to hold you up anymore. I think we've got time for maybe one more piece of evidence. We'll go through that and then we'll wrap this one up because uh, it's getting a bit late here in, in uh, sunny in, yeah. in uh, the non-existing country, apparently, of Australia. Australia. <laughs> or the, or the uh, Democratic Socialist something something Victoria. And I can't let anybody, you know, so let's get yeah, exactly right. So one last piece, top notch of thing. Leave us with something to go and research and learn. Leave us with a bang. From. Leave us with a banger. Okay. I think the banger is Aries failure, which actually proves that um, we are stationary and we are not moving. Okay. So basically what this guy did was he filled the telescope with water. So it slows the speed of the light down. And if the ground underneath was moving, he would have to tilt 
the telescope in order to uh, receive the starlight. Okay, and this is a famous experiment. It's called Aries failure. It's called a failure because he failed to have any sort of tilt in the microscope. He didn't have to tilt the microscope because the starlight was coming through the telescope just as it was. And that proves that the earth is actually stationary and the stars are actually moving above us. You can look this up. So he filled up a telescope somehow with water and with that i can link you this video he explains it much better than i do okay but that but having the water in there didn't affect the clarity of the thing he was trying to look at we're not looking at the clarity we're just trying to slow down the speed of light because water is a denser medium so water i don't get how you get to that conclusion yeah so water can slow down the speed of light why is it a five percent? Right. See, because the ground underneath is moving. I feel like you have to watch this video in order to really understand it, and then maybe you have um, like um, like a basis for why you should believe uh, in this experiment. Okay. I can link. I can. There's another thing where the U.S. Navy uh, it has a rail gun that shoots over a hundred nautical miles. Okay, it's a rail gun that shoots like a bullet over a hundred nautical miles and it tracks its target by using lasers. My question is if the earth is actually a globe with uh, the numbers that they give you with a, ra a radius of around 3959 miles and a circumference of 25,000 miles, how is it possible for a rail gun to shoot straight across hundred miles without um, encountering any sort of um, curvature or bulge? I think more than anything else, we go back to that microwave discussion where even light is actually affected in some in some ways by gravity. We're talking about like a heavy yeah. bullet, a heavy-duty bullet here. Oh, if, if that's the case, then yes, a bullet would absolutely... I mean, that's what snipers do. They adjust for these things when they, when they make a, a shot. Right, okay. And and you believe that we are in space right now, right? The Earth, actually? Say that again, sorry? No, I'm asking you if you believe that the Earth is suspended in space right now, along with the other planets. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess suspension is something we can say. Okay, so you believe that everywhere around the Earth, there's the vacuum of space, right? Mm-hmm. Mm Right. So you, if you believe that the Earth is enclosed by the vacuum of space, but somehow we have here a pressurized environment, why isn't the vacuum of space ripping apart our atmosphere? Because there's an atmosphere? Yeah. Why is that? No, I'm just saying if we are next to space with absolutely no sort of enclosure, why isn't the vacuum of space ripping um, all of our? Um, but why? You know, why, why? But why is the assumption it has to rip it apart? Because if you have something next to vacuum, it will absorb it. it it's like yeah. you you know those uh, movies when you uh, you know they say when you go up really into space and then um, their hatch breaks and then their window breaks and everything's sucked out into space. 
But that's because it's a vacuum. So why isn't the atmosphere of the Earth being sucked out? Uh, because it's uh, the weight of it and the effect that gravity has on it allows these things to stay within the confines of Earth. The same reason why as soon as a meteor comes in, it mm. gets sucked in because of the, you know, when it gets closer to Earth, it, it, it pulls towards Earth. And that's, you know, even if it's not in the direct line of fire, it'll... The, the the earth itself has enough pulling power to pull it right. down on on into into the atmosphere pulling it down into so, so Amorg, if there's if there's not uh, it sounds like you don't believe that there's an atmosphere so what you, you, what is there is there a dome like that's over the top of no this, I, I think yeah I think it would be more rational to believe that there is some sort of enclosure between the vacuum of space and the earth which is the dome. And and how high how high is that dome? Uh, we don't know. Uh, probably okay. like really high. I don't know. So does the dome have the sun in it? All of this is speculation, by the way. This isn't proof of any sort, and this doesn't add credence to the fact that the Earth is flat. I'm just saying, maybe it's possible that we live in an enclosed system. Amo, you've given us so much to think about, so much to learn. So many. I will put all the videos in the description of this video and onto our, um, onto our podcast as well. So I can send you the link. So send it via yeah. our email address and all that sort of stuff. Amo, where can people find more out about you? I know you do run a, a, a flat uh, podcast. Give us plug your podcast so more people can find you. Yeah, my podcast is called Flat Earth Research. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, or whatever, actually. And, yeah, hopefully I'll upload new episodes where you can have bite-sized proofs. That would be awesome, man. That would be awesome, man. And look, for all the other people, thank you so much for everybody in the chat there. It looks like you guys had a lot of fun as well. We learned a lot, lots of things, you know, both both debunking both both ways so that's always good to hear but if you'd like to find uh, a bit more about us about the we and you want to take podcast make sure you follow us on soundcloud itunes spotify instagram twitter facebook and obviously on youtube here uh, make sure you subscribe and give this a like and hopefully we can do more of these discussions with a whole bunch of fantastic people and if you'd like to send us some uh some hate mail a death threat or a rant uh, or if you've got more questions, yeah, if you want to send me also, welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of those. <laughs> hey, Amog, you are, you are good fun, and I'm looking forward to coming over to India and having a beer with you one day. It's going to be crazy. Thanks, man. Thanks for entertaining this. It's really um, great to, that you, you're even open to this idea, you know? No, so. it, it's, it's so interesting to have interesting people like yourself on our show. We love it. It looks like our fans love it too, so... Let's do more of this in the future. And ladies and gentlemen, I know it is a Sunday, but we will see you all next Thursday. <laughs> Thank you so much. We will leave it there. See you all. Goodbye. Goodbye.